0: let's get this show on the road what's 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 this this is this is new bro i'm not used to being over here people don't be alarmed
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> G, G looks thick today
0: grow <laughs> <laughs> all that facial furs the whole week
1: how bad yeah it's, it's, exactly it's all just sprout out bit of glasses and everything yeah yeah, yeah like change it up today people exactly yeah well anybody who, for people who are watching for people who are listening you ain't gonna notice the difference it does matter <laughs> Well, but, if, you, if you ain't watching, get on YouTube and find out what the difference yeah. is. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Find a difference. Oh, I won't say anything. There. I won't say anything. Yeah, just it, jump, jump on YouTube and just have a quick look. but yeah. um, And don't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Clickbait. Just yeah. What's that? Fucking audio bait. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go.
1: What's cracking, man? Clean Energy Brown is yeah, energy Brown. being environmentally friendly this week. Uh, just this uh, week. <laughs>
0: I, just realized, I just realized that connotation i didn't actually take it that yeah. way i just took it yeah. as uh being being clean clean <clears throat> through your heart and through your through your through your kind mm. of your way to people around you and how that kind of comes up comes and knocking back is, is it a, i'll get into it straight away oh. um so i i went down to uh to london yesterday to train a client of mine it wasn't actually london north london enfield
1: mm, okay, um okay
0: and uh basically respect it's, for it's, the Trek, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. it's just just you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to jump in my car anytime. Me and my car like uh <laughs> donkey and shrek, man. Donkey and Shrek just on,
1: <laughs> on the road again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's she, a she's a she's a noble steed, man. She's a noble steed. Yeah. If, if anyone has never seen my car, is a Ford C Max and I love her. Yeah. I love I can't I can't I can't remember the name I gave I think I think I called her Fiona. In, in line with the old, the whole Shrek thing, she's legit. Yeah. she's legit, <laughs> such, such a such a lovely car because I feel so I feel so like housed. <laughs> Jesus, oh, but I'm
1: creasing. That was <laughs> brilliant.
0: I, I feel so like cocooned within this lovely little car. I used to, I, <laughs> I've come from a Renault Clio, right, which which was so small right. that I could reach <laughs> over and adjust the wing mirror by just kind of stretching my arm out, right? That's how small <laughs> that damn car was, right? <laughs> and now I have this, like, big bertha of a, of a, of a vehicle. Um, nice. And, yeah, I, I'm down for a trip at any time, man. It's, just, it's super comfortable, easy, easy, easy cruising all the way there, all the way back. <clears throat> and, uh, okay, so I come now to train my client, um, and she, she's brand new to the process, never trained before, 50 years old like mm. first time first time going after the gym game so um mm. yeah she, she, she's doing really really well um i get to the gym and it's a david lloyds in enfield right and i walk into the reception and i say hi i'm, I'm here to train my client uh, she said she would get me a day pass i want to be totally honest a pt uh, i'm not here to kind of disrupt your gym floor i'm not here to kind of come in and mm. kind of uh, and, and be sneaky i would rather just tell you that i would love to go in and train her and um that's it I'm, I'm literally down for the day I'm not going to I'm not going to try and hang around and kind of like take money and not pay rent or whatever but uh yeah let's let's just let's go is that cool and the guy behind reception was just super sound He was like yeah nice. no problems no problems at all um have a seat and uh we'll uh we'll let you in when she when she arrives I was like okay wicked I'll go in and sit down and uh two minutes later he's like oh well, what do you charge and I was like, oh well, this 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 kind of kind of breaks down I was like why do you ask he's like well I'm looking for a PT I was like, "Oh, really? That's that's interesting." I was like, "You've got plenty of plenty of PTs here, right?" I'm, just, i, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I assume massive David Lloyd's, like indoor tennis courts and and basketball courts and this, that, and the other everything, right? Big old gym floor, loads of trainers. uh But you're asking me, and I was like, "Okay." And he was, like, "Yeah, I just get 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 a good vibe from you, so uh yeah, it'll be nice. it'll be fun to talk to you a bit more." I was like, "Oh, sweet man, thank you very much. I really appreciate that." And you just kind of feel like uh, I, t- I told uh, I told a mate of mine afterwards. He was like, "That's just that energy, man." He walked in with 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 a good heart, clean energy, and uh, mm-hmm. and he picked up on that. And he felt he felt secure, he felt happy with it. And um, it was just that easy. Like, we're not selling, we're not selling, we're not trying to push things on people. We're just trying to be genuine. We're just trying to be like for the person. Um, mm. And he was just happy to be like, "Yeah, please, please, let's let's go further with this." And yeah, there we go. Like, out, out of one trip to train a client, you end up kind of <laughs> helping somebody else out as well. Uh, yeah, just nice. It was a nice little nice little surprise out of nowhere. Bro, that is
1: quality, man. It's
0: cool, right? (laughs) David
1: Lloyd Enfield better watch out from the man from Leicester.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was fun, man. It was fun. It was just a total random. But then you got not to diss them. I don't don't know some of the PTs. But, okay, what's Hmm. going on with social distancing right now? I need to ask this, right? Uh, So, I'm on the gym floor yesterday. Uh, Well, social distancing, COVID, the whole bonanza, right? Hmm. There's, there's, There's gym instructors on the gym floor wearing aprons, bro aprons what the hell is this about like you know if you walk walk into a a, a ward in the nhs and there's people wearing aprons you wouldn't bat an eyelid right because it's like okay maybe we with dealing with food dealing with patients that that Hmm. need um this level of ppe why why are we wearing aprons on a gym floor like what 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 (laughs) were we about to move like sick patients or
1: like help somebody off the floor who's just just done
0: too many dead bugs like what
1: the hell's going on here you know what I realised? They've listened to the podcast last week. They'd been doing cooker push-ups, in it. <laughs> <laughs> they? They've got their apron on. They're supposed to be in the kitchen doing the cooker push-ups. Shout out to Reminda, Reminder, you've been inspiring people already.
0: <laughs> Enfield. Enfield is listening to Reminda, loud and proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, what that's, that's what that is. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, man, I was looking at it. I was like, what the hell is this? This guy's yeah. like we're trying to walk the floor pick up clients he's got his freaking bobs cooking apron on like what the hell is going on here it just is not a good look man how are you how are you going to inspire someone to, to gain weight or this that and the other when you're walking around with this crinkly ass apron on like what the hell <laughs> so weird so weird
1: yeah okay that's that's yeah, interesting i mean like apron but i'm guessing face shield or face mask as well going yeah on. it kind of looks like you know like otherwise <laughs> it's a bit redundant I, th- I
0: feel like it's like you know uh, you know I'm gonna be go off. What about of comparisons here? Uh, what was it called? Monsters it. Inc. Monster yeah. scene, <laughs> okay. <laughs> when when, the, when the... every time,
1: every time this comparison comes out of the left field, man, it's like, like Home Alone, it's like, where the fuck did that come from? But it was just amazing. You make it work, this is great. <laughs> this is
0: my ridiculously stupid mind, like, making, like, <laughs> oh, guys, I got another one. Like, okay. Natural thinking, man, make it what you're making it work. See, it's coming, it's coming. Um, the guy, the guy that uh, he goes into the kid's room and then he comes out of the door, he's like, he scared the kid. And he has a sock stuck to his back, right? And then they just yeah, yeah. jump on him. All those guys in the yellow suits jump on him and they fucking shave <laughs> him down and like, they, they put the sock in the thing and they blow the sock off. and it's just like, oh yeah. my God. Right? It's like, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it reminds man. me of like, these, these PTs at gym floor, poor guys, right? They're working for these big, they work working for the corporation, working for the man. And soon they're just going to have to walk around with like full hazmat suits on with like a, <laughs> fog, a fogging machine being be like, oh, we got to get all the COVID out of this gym. Yeah. Sad. Like our so like ET or something. Yeah, yeah man. man. Terrible. Terrible, yeah, poor guy, poor guy. But yeah, there's... Um, happy days. At least they're taking the precautions seriously. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> man. taking but, it that far. Yeah, exactly, exactly. At the end of the day, just like, is it needed? Do we need to go yeah. to this level of, like, yeah. flipping protection? Like, can we not just, like, keep some distance and then get people yeah. tested and whatnot?
1: I don't know, I don't know. looked a bit bizarre. Yeah, man, that's funny. I mean, there's... uh because I've just got this visual of like yeah just basically the the hospital style apron, uh, What I'm just imagining is like you, they could they could get like a David Lloyd branded one or something like that going yeah. on you know just like yeah. everybody's getting their branded masks and stuff going on.
0: It was weird. It was remind me of like kind of one of those you know those games you can create an avatar and then you just mm. like fuck around and you just put an apron on. <laughs> it's like you're playing GTA and you're like, you guys walking around with an apron on. It's like, why? Why is he doing that? I don't know. I just decided to put an apron yeah. on in one day. Oh, I saw the apron shop and I decided to go in and buy an apron. Like, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it looked like because he had his top-to-toe Under Armour gear on, his David Jones t-shirt. He's in good shape but he just got an apron on. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, this is so random. <laughs>
1: this is so weird. Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. I Respe-
0: respect him to, to, for not kind of uh, rocking the boat. I definitely would not be would not be rocking the apron. I would just yeah like, sorry yeah i'll I, I, I would just pick up pick up like no no this is not my style can't do this yeah yeah it's
1: um, like it's the <laughs> that's great oh man oh right, well what can i say is um can't say nothing, I, man. You've got, like you said like look credit, at credit yeah credit to the guy just rocking it and just doing his thing doing his
0: thing Help, helping out helping out clients so yeah respect to the pt respect to the uh trainer or pt whatever it was yeah tell man. me man what's what, what where's where, where's the origins of hype man brown
1: I man, bro, you brought me up last week. You're like, I know G's a hype man for his clients, and I was like, Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am a hype man. He's like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna provide that encouragement and that energy just to make sure you keep moving forward. And uh, just yeah, just love that shit, man. It's love just, it. It's fun to be. It's fun to be a hype man as well. Too right, man. Too right. I was.
0: You 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 thought we were me of a book that I started reading yesterday. Uh, we talked mm. about James Nestor on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I got his book, Breath, and yeah. uh, I just opened it a random page yesterday, and I started reading. Mm. Um, and uh, he talks. Cool. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not right now. I'm, I'm not going to get invested in the book right now. But I want to just kind of get a flavour of what he's talking about. And he, yeah. and he, uh, I think he's going through some kind of training with. Uh, is it called tumo breathing? Tumo breathing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the page I opened up on one four eight, and um, some guys kind of run him through some breathing stuff. And uh, the guy, the guy is being the most wicked hype man ever. Like the, the yeah. phrases phrases he's coming out with, I can imagine like a drill <laughs> sergeant. Oh, Obviously, I've not got the context of the actual, of, the, of what's going on, but from what I've pieced together, he's there like uh, making him breathe and kind of pushing him through this exercise. <clears throat> and at one point he goes, uh, expression is the opposite of depression. And it's like, yeah. I love that. Straight away, you're just like, <laughs> that's a proper hype man line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep reading, keep reading. He goes, uh, what does he say next? He goes, he goes, you're not a passenger. You're the pilot. I love that as well. It's just like take control of your own damn ship. There's nobody else holding that stick apart from you, man. Let's go. Yeah. Just
1: shouting out all the lines,
0: man. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Hype man Brown, hype man, hype man in the, uh, in the James Nestor book.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's, um, yeah, that's what it's about, man. You just got to help people stay on the path somehow. And, Mm. um, well, I think like the context of hype man as well is just, there's, there's more to it. It's not just that geezer who's just shouting out and just, blasting out the trying to blast out positive energy is more than that as well it's just that guidance as well when somebody feels like they've fallen down or fucked up or screwed up mm-hmm. and they or feel like guilty about you know some choices that they made or whatever is like all right well you know let's figure let's figure this out you know let's um let's work through it let's uh, get you back on a bandwagon and just realizing that that's that's a lot of what it's about and uh, that's what that's what the hype man does is just make sure uh, you know matches uh matches meets you where you're at and takes you where you're not Mm, I love that I love that oh, it reminds me of uh, you know that Instagram page
0: Niche is it called Niche the black yes. and white pictures that they post yeah there's, there's, right, there's yeah. one. I think I there. know it because, because you post, post a few yeah. of those things I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. the one that I repost recently was uh, I think Jude messaged me about this shout out, Juju kablam. Uh, yeah, she, Jude she messaged, kablam she messaged me about this uh, the last one that I post because I think it's a scene from The Shining I think it's a scene from the director yeah. talking to uh, Jack Nicholson and he's, mm. uh, he sat at the bar and the caption yes. underneath uh, That's I think where I saw it. I saw you yeah. post that. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. Man, I, I love that caption because basically, I, th- I think I mean, I'm mean i going to paraphrase now, but it talks about meeting somebody at the level of explanation and being like, okay, I can, I can, I can like, if we take it to the context of being a PT, this is a squat, you bend down, you stand up, you're cool. But meeting them at a different level where you're like, this is a test, this is, this is about to, really call on more than just your knees and your ankles and your hips and your core stability about like how much determination you've got in you how much can you cultivate if you find yourself right now there's much there's much more of a, a question there rather than making it so apparent it's like you don't just lay lay everything out and let the person kind of read it for what it is you kind of leave some of it to be um cultivated by the person in front of you like can you can you bring yourself to this in a different way and in doing so you've you've all of a sudden Elevated this to being more than just a simple exercise. Now it's like mm. it's it's a it's a journey in so many different ways, mm. right? It's a, it's it's bigger than than what it was initially made out to be, and that's what the post kind of talks mm. about. And that's what you were t- talking about being a hype man. It's not just about screaming and shouting. There's way mm. way way more finesse to it if if you actually mm. know about the 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 strings you can pull at to really make make a human being kind of yeah come to life. You know what I mean?
1: That's it. Yeah, exactly, man. And, like, the other thing that I was basically alluding to was, like, you try to explain something to someone. Um, rather, it's the idea of telling someone versus helping them discover it themselves. And that's that's quite, that's that's a really nice, like, um, it's a really nice territory to be, like, traversing through. Because it's just too easy to just try and tell someone this is this is it, this is the way you need to do things. But it doesn't resonate, right? Because the person's not on that path of discovery in a way. And I had a really nice example of this with a client last week, which was um, you know, getting to a stage where uh, the just thinking about the changes that they have to make, it got a bit overwhelming. And was like, I'm kind of exhausted with um, thinking about, you know, staying on top of my nutrition and trying to get my training in. And it's, it's just getting a bit much. And then so it was like, okay, well, let's... Let's explore that. Let's discover that. Um, let's figure out what needs to be done so that you can still be moving forward, but not feel like this is exhausting you anymore. And at the end of the day, I made the point also first of all, it was like, you're going to go through this. This is important that you're going through that because you're, you're serial processing right now because you're doing a bunch of things which aren't normal to you uh, which aren't a part of your day-to-day routine to be able to think about this kind of stuff but just like with you don't think about brushing your teeth in the morning you just do it a lot of these things that you're thinking about now eventually are going to become things like brushing your teeth in the morning you're not going to be thinking about it and you've just improved your baseline and you're going to be able to operate that higher at that higher level but to help you see yourself through that right now what um what needs to happen and what needed to happen was just essentially just talking about it and probing and asking questions until they arrived at a solution themselves. And so I was asking questions. Was like, okay, so it sounds like, you know, you're struggling with this. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, and then it sounds like this is also uh, something else that you're struggling with. So we boiled it down to two to three things that was part of the problem. And then I asked the question to them, I was like, okay, so given like your need for the current situation, as in living in the here and now, where if you made a here and now decision, it's it's going to negate the uh, journey that you're on versus making a a choice which is entirely for your journey uh, to getting better in health and fitness, um, but you don't enjoy the moment, let's find the balance there so that you can make a decision which you're happy with on balance for both of these things. So you want to do something for the here and now, but you also want to do something for your goals so that you feel good, that you still feel like you're moving forward. So what is it for you that you can do which is going to um, which is gonna satiate both of those endeavors for you? He's like, okay, I think I can do this, this and this. He's like, all right, great, let's do that. And then report back to me, see how it feels and see how it works out. Mm. And yeah, that's, that's basically is basically what uh, what I picked up from also that uh, picture uh, and the quote the caption that was underneath there was uh, the caption was Stanley Kubrick and it's just basically instead of just telling help them discover it for themselves and that way there's a lot more autonomy attached to it as well uh, and right. um, and that was yeah that was just that tied in nicely that was like a neat little example of how I worked out with uh, a client this week to Basically, help them discover it for themselves. That actually, it's not all exhausting. This is actually useful, and uh, you come out of it better on the other side, based on how you decide to approach it. Not just me telling you that you have to do it this way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And I think that's just on merit. The the conversations you're having and the actual the path you're laying out is so much more multifaceted mm-hmm. in its nature. So then. As a consequence, the problems that are going to stem from that, or the or the or the obstacles that are going to arise from that, are all going to be in the same vein. They're all going to be mm. swinging out random places, and you're not going to realise this because you didn't actually think that you were staying out on this path in the first place. And this mm. is potentially why, like people have this apprehension with PT, especially this level of, of like healthcare in a way, is they don't think of it in this, reg- in this regard. They almost think of it as like I'm going to lift some weights and I'm going to eat better. And that'll be fine. It's like, well, if you think of it in such a, such a linear way, it's like that linear way that we know about weight training, like you can get linearly strong for a few weeks, but then it starts to run into into a blockade and you've got to start changing things around. Yeah. You can't just expect continual progression in one direction because we're not like that. I mean, we don't kind of operate like that. And I think this is what your client maybe kind of came across. We're just like, oh, well, I might at pass here. Um, but mm. high level skill coach that you are, you kind of just easily pivoting mm. around it and being like, let's, let's, let's work this out. You know what I mean? Cause this is going to always happen. We can't just pack up our bags mm. and go home every time. Every time, uh, it doesn't go our way. We just got to figure out yeah. the, we've got to upskill the thing that we didn't know we had to upskill. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm going to segue this to, into, into Felix, right? So Felix's, his mom, uh, told me last week, she was like, uh, he's, he's,
1: Felix is, uh, your young client. Yeah
0: yeah yeah so thirteen year old felix um playing football doing really really well like smashing the game and uh he's, he's he's coming across obstacles that he didn't realize he would have had to come across or he 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 didn't realize he would have to deal with within the setting of playing football and now it's a case of he's he's not only having to kick a ball up and down the field and do his offensive duties, his midfield duties, and and when when it's called in time his defensive duties. But he's having to deal with like people, people's intentions, like kind of strange mm. energies, right? And that that is a whole another game. There's a subtext to this kicking the ball, football around the pitch thing that mm. no one really tells you about. You know what I mean? And this is where mm. at 13 years old he's he's a, he's, a, he's approaching this, and he's and he's having a reaction. He's having a a initial reaction that anybody would have, which is which is a one of confusion and one of like almost why is this kind of part of it? You know I mean? No, I didn't sign mm-hmm. up for this. I wanted to just play the game and I'm here for the love of the game. But right. at, on the other end, it's, it's all, oh, well, you have to also deal with this other, this other stuff along the way. And that's, that's kind of in some ways, the price you pay for what you want in the end. Right. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not disclosed. It's not there in the, in the fine print that you'll also have to deal with this stuff, but that's just life, right? Yeah. It just kind of crops up. So it's a case of him, not only being aware of how he can kick a football, but also being aware of how he, how he reacts in certain moments when he's challenged in other ways. And that's helping mm. him in this multifaceted approach grow not only as a football player, but as a human being. I mean, then it's mm. then it's a case of, oh, I have this self-awareness that I can go and then use in multiple areas of my life rather than just the football pitch. This 90 minutes, is, is finite, it's here and now. We can run on the scoreboard, but how do I turn that scoreboard into life and actually not have me, chat, not have me be flummoxed or pulled off my game more than I need to be. You know what I mean? So it's really, really interesting how, how physical endeavors, we talked about this before we came, on, we came on the podcast, like physical endeavors, like you, the way you summed it up to me was really, really good, was that they have a subtext of mental acuity, mental awareness that we're not really, we're not always aware of at the start, but they have a funny way of rearing around and kind of coming mm-hmm. full circle. It was, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to, to see how all of this kind of stuff just, just slots in, man.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. I, I, I always believe, like, if you really want to find out about yourself, do something physical. It's the quickest way um, because you're going to straight away, like, if you're out of shape, the moment you start doing something, you're going to find out about yourself, whether you've got the minerals, you know, yeah. <laughs> to, to see it through. And if you haven't, then are you developing the minerals to see it through? Um that it's 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 I think it's the clearest like it's a microcosm of life, basically. It's the clearest way for you to learn it's the clearest and the simplest way for you to learn life lessons is to do something physical. And um, you know, like all right, I'm saying that because I'm a little bit biased as well, in the sense that I find um, just you know, doing something physical is—it's just—it's just life. You know, you have to be able to use your hands. You have to be able to use your body because, like, okay, let's look at it from an evolutionary neurobiological point of view. The only reason your brain exists is to help you navigate you through your environment. That is it. Is just to help you move through your environment and all this other nice shit that we have, like being able to learn a language or you know use our thumbs to text. <laughs> is just—is uh, just a nice little kind of add-on. To what uh, what our brain is actually here for. So if you're not using your body, I mean, research has shown it, but I don't think it takes research to really understand that you're you're slowly dying and you're taking years off your life, and the quality of your life isn't great if you're not moving it. If you're not moving, so do yeah, um, do something physical for the sake of the quality of your life, but also to really find out about yourself and what you're made of and what you can do and what you can achieve, and um, and. And all those other things that come with, uh, with life, like Felix is learning. I think you you can get a head start on dealing with that stuff because you're doing something. You're doing something physical, and you're meeting the challenge uh, of yourself. And the the stops that you put on yourself are greater than the stops that anybody else could put on you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like any any walls that you hit through your physical challenges. Well. It's only down to you to get through those walls, really, you know, like you, you can have one of me and you to coach someone through that. But at the end of the day, it's the work that's done by the individual that is going to get them through that wall. And, and I find like going, circling back to your point about, you know, uh, learning things which are, um, which you never really thought are associated with doing the job but then you end up learning them. I think one of the biggest things I learned in recent years is just uh, the uh, mindset, essentially, and how that affects um, your results that you get in your physical endeavors. So it circles back to that, because if you uh, if you work on uh, if you work on the stops that you put on yourself, if you work on the limits that you put on yourself, and you break through them, it doesn't matter what the fuck anybody else says or does to you. Because you know that you have the capacity to get through something, which you did, which you put on yourself, which you sometimes you don't even realize that you put it on yourself, right? And but when you get there, you're like, oh shit, here's a problem or here's a here's an obstacle. If I if I break it if I break through this, then I don't care what anybody else says or does to me. Um, I don't have I don't have that limitation.
0: So true, man. So true. So really interesting. You've kind of uh, sparked a whole. myriad of questions right i get experiences, experiences. Bring, it, bring it brother
1: this is the stuff that excites me bring it let's go let's go uh
0: yeah so yesterday we were having dinner with family and a lovely lovely time like first mm. off, shout out to my mom man my mom's a soldier she's legit legit like uh, shout out to,
1: uh, shout out to uh, mama,
0: malik. mama malik there we go mama yeah. malik she's uh yeah she's an impressive she's an impressive person man and uh, yeah, yeah yeah i, I have a cut out wax lyrical about my mom in a few podcasts. I'll be, I think it's a, it's a bad time. It's a bad time. We <laughs> just, just sh- show up some love. Uh, yeah, uh, put together, yeah, put together a feast and just just fed the family really really well and, and all mm. all of the above. Just just thankful always. Um, and yeah, we were just sat down talking about it about this kind of stuff afterwards, and it links in exactly to what you're talking about right now. Physical physical right. um, endeavours and what the consequences of of going through hardship physically have on the brain and have on how you view yourself. So before you go through a physical endeavor, there's always this apprehension. Like the, the, the one I'll use is, is on my current program. There's a cardio day. There's two cardio days a week and it's what bike sprints and what bike sprints, Ooh. anyone who's never, sorry, not what bike sprints, wing, um, um, airdyne sprints. Anyone yeah, who's never nice. done air sprints, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, right? I, it is worse, but it's also—I think the both are just disgusting, aren't they? Because your yeah, lactate okay. is everywhere. Like it's yep. frigging, just like Ghostbusters just busted and just sprayed you with the ooze because it's just from top to toe, <laughs> lactate all over the place, right? It's horrible. And it, everything feels heavy. Everything you think—I I swear I've got cramp in my hands from from, from, doing, from yeah. doing my air air bike because I'm just squeezing the bike so hard, throwing oh, it. Lord. My cheek legit, I get cramped here in my cheeks when I when I do it because I'm like grimacing so hard. And I'm yeah, just okay. this fight back and forth. And uh everything is just kind of like cheek doms <laughs> Cheek dogs. That's it. I've got a hypertrophy over these damn cheeks that finally fill out the beat so concave. Um <laughs> and before Excellent. I do my my dyed sprints, there's only there's only two programs currently right now. We're gonna we're gonna slowly periodize it up. But um I feel this nervous energy. I feel this like, mm. you know, when you kind of like, oh, the floor's kind of like shaking and you're oh, almost yeah. like, I've got to bring everything right now. I've got to just let this let this bike just just contain all of me. And it's 30 yeah. seconds of hell, right? It's 30 seconds to just get of the bike and just go until the wheels come off, like literally, right? And I think that that is such a liberating experience because once you're done, you're just yeah. like, i can die happy right now because i just gave everything (laughs) everything i had just got put into this bike and until that phone bleeps and says 30 seconds is done you don't stop fighting you don't stop don't stop not and we we know what this is like because we both sparred with sylvie right so it's like that bro i was just thinking
1: exactly the same thing i was literally if you didn't bring it up i was going to bring it up i'll be like it's like grappling it's like sylvie's grappling sessions it's it's when you when you've been through that yeah. There is nothing that anybody can do to you after that. <laughs> it's just, I I was I like, "What? It. Well, look. It's like, I oh, guess a good point a gun to my head. It's like, yeah, but you ain't grappling with Sylvie, man. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You're right, right. This, this will be quick. That's not quick. That's, yeah, yeah. shit. Exactly. It's
0: multifaceted fuckery. Exactly. That's what that is. It's just all over you.
1: And, and yeah.
0: it's, just, it's just rough, is, is the word. Yep. Rough. But um, yeah, back to the point of like physical endeavours. That stuff changes you, man. That stuff, like yes. physically, it, it, it's it's it's. Uh, and, and in the context of what we were talking about with it yesterday, it was I don't I don't know the the clinical side of, of conditions such as like ADHD and anxiety and uh, stress disorders, like like these are right. But mm-hmm. I do know the physical benefits, and I have lots of experience of the physical benefits of of the other side of things, which is self expression like the what like, the phrase i said earlier like expression is is the opposite of depression right so like, you mm. can sit there and kind of feel like it's all going a- away from you but you go and express yourself entirely on this bike and all of a sudden you feel much more capable like you've 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 like generated ca- ca- like you said capacity right mm. you now have this capacity we talk about like kind of it now being a valuable commodity you can go and trade in other in mm-hmm. other areas of your life, right? Like I just kind of have these gold coins and you'll flick a few towards this effort and flick a few mm-hmm. towards that effort and all of a sudden I've read more books or I've got up earlier in the morning. That's that's what you're cultivating there and then. Right? And I really feel like mm-hmm. the, the argument that was not the argument, but the discussion that was being had was that somebody who's clinically been diagnosed with this kind of thing, I'll I don't think I'll ever believe in them. I don't think I'll ever have the <laughs> the I don't want to I don't want to disrespect these things, but I don't I don't I but I also I don't want to give them any basis in my reality yet because I feel like this over here is so much more a valuable, uh, endeavor rather than going to somebody and being diagnosed with their ailment. And then where do you go with that? Like, what do you do with that? Do you not just go back to here and make an effort and then find that you're actually stronger than you thought you were and then go fricking do the thing anyway. Like, mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't this just a long way around of, of, uh, of, of, having somebody in lab coat kind of diagnose you with something, but what does that mean? Like kind of there, there is this establishment of, of health. Yes. It does wonderful things, but I think there's, there's, there's a bit of a question mark I have around mental health in that sense. And again, I don't, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I don't know what people are going through, hmm. but at the same time, I feel like if there's maybe this is oversimplification, uh, if there's, if there's a way of, of putting you in a scenario where you have to block everything else out and you have to just empty your tank, for one thing on one moment here mm-hmm. that it can change a lot in my opinion that's mm-hmm. that's my experience anyway
1: yeah no yeah. i'm with you on that as well and like obviously it is it is nuanced as well because you got people who are clinically depressed who just can't get out of bed right so there's an approach that you have to be able to take to first just to be able to get them out of bed um but there's but there's a lot to be said for milder um, all the conditions, at least, and uh, but in any case, whoever has the capacity, regardless of your mental state, whoever whoever can get themselves to do something physical, um, if you just do it, yeah, like you said, man, you you will experience all those benefits, and it's not just um, it's not just it's not just because it's doing something physical. It's because of the, the link between brain and body as well that it uh, it has a massive impact on that kind of thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, when you mentioned like ADHD and, uh, anxiety and stuff is like, well, I've met people who use physical training to help manage their anxiety and they get wonderful result from being able to do that. And, in terms of yeah like ADhD is like one of the ways of handling that is like it's in young kids is basically just get them to run around a lot more you know mm. and uh, they actually feel better for it and they're a lot more manageable when it comes to being in a classroom mm-hmm. so yeah there's there's a lot to be said for it and um yeah uh, yeah just being physical using your body changes your mind
0: mm-hmm. i totally agree totally agree. this is yeah segwaying off into something else, um, so I listened to this this podcast with um, Jordan Shallow, Killian Hamilton this week, RX Radio, mm. uh, the most recent episode, I think it was 190-something. Um, mm. And there was a really interesting point in there, which links into Silvio and his training, and something that mm-hmm. I raised with TJ a little while ago, which was uh, they were talking about how in a physical endeavour, say you're playing a sport, you have to perform when you're in the fourth quarter of a basketball game, and Totally shattered. That's when you have to find your peak performance because that's where everyone else is starting to dip. That's where you need to almost train yourself to to rise up. Especially if you're a if you're a certain position. If you if you are a certain um, task master in the game. Say you're a defensive player. You need to be super strong in that fourth because this is where people are going to be really driving all their effort. And you're able to post up. You're able to defend well. You're able to get the loose ball. That's where you have to come out of your shell and be performing the most. Right. So. The link back is like, I remember how Sylvia used to train us in the sense that do not miss the warm-up because you want to mm-hmm. be tired for the technique work. So you technically track practice slower. You technically practice without aggression, without too much speed without too much like mm. anxious uh ang- anxiety in your body or too much like anxious energy in your body because you've just got it out because you've just done 400 burpees right it's like it's all gone <laughs> yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all there's my anxiety it's a pool of sweat on the mat there you know what i mean that that's <laughs> that's cold. what was in, yeah, it yeah it came out of me you know what i mean it's like it's like rigging out of me right now currently still yeah. dripping dripping while he's explaining the technique <laughs> Collar here, strip the arm. Like, you're just like, exactly just like washing yeah. out of my body right now. It's cool. But then, then you get to the technique work and you're so free of all these like chains that had you before that were kind of keeping you bound uh, mm-hmm. that you can do nothing but kind of be present because you, you've got nowhere else to be. The session is just halfway through, just about getting started. You know I mean? We're 15 minutes yeah. in, but we're all battered. Um, and it's such a great forum in which to get somebody to be out of their mind I think, mm-hmm. rather than kind of be so preoccupied with these thoughts, that, that, uh, that remind me of the distinction. Like sometimes living in the past is depression, living in the pre is anxiety, right? Is it that is defined? You get that, Jim? Oh, I
1: as I, 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 yeah. I say that, that a bit again.
0: So, what was, is it living in the past is is defined as depression, living in the, the living in the future is defined as anxiety, or or, or like something loosely like in that term, right?
1: Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, okay. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know it's okay, like, okay. Uh, yeah. if it's like if it's like broadly suggesting that um, being depressed is is essentially not getting to grips with current times. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah so I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, that's that's the connection. Like, kind of, if you, if you are living kind of too far in the future, you are living for something that hasn't actually happened yet. So you are being you are being anxious mm. for something that you can't actually control because sure. you are not here and now in the present doing things you can control. Mm. And living in the past is kind of being depressed about things that have have happened to you so mm-hmm. you're, you're unable to kind of com- conduct yourself in the here and now and the present so mm-hmm. to, to ensure that your future can be different to what happened in the past right mm-hmm. and right. in that setting where you're physically so exhausted and so you, it's, it's, it's like it's like a call to action right there right now you 've got to get all of this to be right here mm-hmm. otherwise you can 't really perform well and and in doing that it's like you're switching all of all of the the, the neurons that are there creating these old pathways off. That job, and you're calling all the workers. I've got a new project. We've we got, we got to get this eddy bike to, to all the watts. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't be happy getting off this bike in, in 30 seconds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And get get every brig, everyone. We need we need the whole brigade. You know what I mean? Otherwise, this, this is not going to get done properly. And then the more, you, the, more you, the more you the more you do that, the more you rewire those pathways of being right here, right now. And that's why that becomes such a, such a valuable thing for us to partake in to break these kind of cycles. In, uh, mm-hmm. in my experience, I think that that's that's so so so
1: key. Yeah, completely, man. Uh, yeah, fully, fully agree with that. Where you do you do the physical thing, and mm-hmm. the there is that cascade of like neurochemicals and neuromodulators that start getting kicked off in your brain, which be, which allow you to be happy. Yeah, it's just simple as that. You just accept your current situation for. Um, and you're yeah and you're kind of happy and i think everything that you described there in terms of getting exhausted by being physical um so that you can let you can just let your mind go just get out of your head um i think that's sound advice as well is like any time uh anytime like so if if there's a period of time where i'm not being physical uh, you know for whatever reason there's there's an there's a kind of angst that builds up because I haven't been physical. And it's not because of my attachment to exercise or anything like that. It's because my body just needs to move, you know? And, uh, it's, so it's not because I'm worried that I'm going to lose my gains. It's not because I'm worried that I'm not going to be fit if I wake up tomorrow and I haven't trained today. It's just because my body just needs to move. So, um, it happened the other day, and I just like went out for a slow run, and I was just smiling to myself while I was running. I was, like, I feel pretty good, you know, yeah. because my, my body is uh, satisfying my mind uh, that way. And then at the end of it is just, okay, I've done this thing, and it gives me, it opens up my mind. It gives me the space to actually focus on other things as well, to be present with. Because I was visiting my uh, parents for a few days, so be present with them. Because I've taken care of this one thing. It's not in the back of my mind all the time to, to appease that feeling that I've got, which is just just like a little bit of angst that I haven't trained or done something. Um, and again, because it's something that's physical, which is good for, good for my body, good for my brain, it just needs that movement. And uh, yeah. if I haven't appeased it, I can't be present and I'm going to be a little bit more irritable. Whereas if I have appeased it, I can be present, you know, I can I can be there and and I can do the things that I need to do and do them well without having to think that I haven't expended this uh, latent energy um, which needs expending. Um, so, yeah, doing something physical to get out of your mind, get out of your head is massive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I almost like, kind of made the connection while you were talking there about, like, what we used to be in regards to, like, uh caveman kind of times like if, if, mm. if, we're, if we're there having to having to get ourselves to this 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 part of land or we're having to hunt to kill or whatever just to survive it's that energy that we kind of feel like we're keeping inside us right now and mm. now today's yeah. day and age you don't have to do any of those things you, you can just yeah. you can just be you know what i mean but we're not actually being we're not human beings anymore we're just like yeah human doings or some bullshit like <laughs> human done human done yeah yeah <laughs> man. human done what a sad story that is it yeah we're <laughs> so human
1: beings we're human done human
0: <laughs> done Microwave just went ping and your ass yeah. is done like, that's basic like <laughs> yeah. if you said it simply said it best to me once i this i'll never forget yeah. this as long as i live he goes yeah. he goes uh that expression he goes uh, most people are alive um yeah. sorry no most people are dead but they're just not buried yet yeah. It, that that is so so true, man. Jesus. You see people, you're just like you're just a corpse, man. You're just a corpse. Yeah. Like you're not even you're not even able to do anything. Yeah. And like this 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 oh, I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like a downer, right? But like it's it's come on, <laughs> man. Come on. Is there's much more that we should we should be scratching the surface of much more than what we're scratching the surface of right now. Yep. Not it's not it on is,
1: man. Exactly. Is just imagine the Imagine everybody on an endeavor to fulfill their potential, you know. Uh, what, is that? what does that look like for, not just for the individual, but for the people around them, and then not just the people around them, the society around them, and then not just society, just like civilization in general. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I think uh, I think there's, we'll just accelerate our capacity to move forward, you know, or, um, we, we, or just to live well. Forget about moving forward, just to live well. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally
0: agree. And we, we don't even know what that's like. That's the exciting thing is that we can we can. Mm. There's almost like these. There's a few outliers uh, that push the boat, and obviously we can we can always list people who have who have gone into technology or or different industries or whatever, and and they've done so many amazing amazing things. But why can't it be more widespread? I mean, why can't it be more widespread mm. on a personal level? And obviously there's, there's so many things I'm opening, I'm opening yeah. the kind of worms to here, but at the yeah. same time, this is, if, if this podcast is going to do anything, it's going to hopefully give people more of a roadmap toward figuring out their own issues and their own kind of shackles so that they can control mm. that shit and actually, actually point their, their effort gun towards blasting through the things they need to blast through and then slowly start kind of cultivating that, 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 potential like you talked about you know what i mean it's 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 not enough it's not enough to just kind of you know just be done you know what i mean like you mm-hmm. said great great way of putting it man human human microwaves
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're in the microwave the <laughs> we're all just getting we're just getting cooked man you know?
0: sad times man sad times <laughs> yeah
1: exactly getting overcooked as well there's a few little explosions going on in there
0: yeah man you see that you <laughs> see that it's like oh shit we don't need to change the settings on this shit man Get, get, yeah, us exactly. a, get us out of it. get us out of yeah completely banana. it's uh
1: it's, it's interesting go on no i think uh i think what i was going to say to that was um oh man i forgot what i was going to say to that human beings human done uh going into <laughs> it's, out, it's oh, man, yeah just there, was, there were a few things that were floating around at the same time there but i just I just got done oh like yeah getting um yeah, aiming for aiming for your potential as well. Oh, so a lot of it, I think, is uh, that was it. I think a lot of it is there's just so many distractions as well. Um, mm-hmm. Where, I mean, this is the interesting thing as well is the the. Okay, there's a there's a whole stream of consciousness just about I to like pour I, like <laughs> I was like, I was like, shit. Do I even do I even begin this? Um, just yeah, cause, yeah yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Whatever it is, Break
0: yes. Make that real simple. Yes.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, like uh, so. Okay. So I'm looking at it for, um, so one of the things I've been thinking about was like m- marketing, right? So you get all this like advice around marketing, which is you know people's attention spans used to be 14 seconds, and now it's then it was seven seconds, now it's like three seconds or something. It's like it's less than a goldfish, and it's just this perpetual cycle of trying to be able to capture people's attention because in, in the shortest amount of time, because that is what is we found is the amount of time that people are paying attention in. But then the more we do that, the less that people start to pay attention, right? So it just keeps perpetuating down this, uh, down this path of, we've got a short attention span. Okay, let's make people, uh, let's try and capture people's attention in that short span, attention span. But then if it doesn't happen in that short attention span, uh, like people's attention spans just get shorter and shorter and shorter. So to the point where, uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's super relevant because at the end of the day, most of what we do, most of it, the time we spend during the day at any, like uh, over the course of a day is actually on a phone or on a device, you know, it's like a lot of... Um, a lot of stuff that I've read and or research around it is suggesting that you know people will tap on their phone at least eighty five times a day. They'll just like you know press a button on their phone, like you know, because you get these apps which tell you how how often you're looking at your phone. So in a, in an effort to stop looking at your phone so much, and so you might just press the on screen like eighty five times a day, like at least, and then you're on your phone about four hours a day. Uh, Or on a device like that for four hours a day. That's a lot of fucking time. And a lot of that time is spent like scrolling through social media and stuff like that. Mm. So what that's doing is creating a short attention span because we're distracted by the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then we're also trying to tap into people's desires by giving them something which taps into that short attention span but then by doing that, the attention span is getting shorter and shorter and shorter and mm-hmm, shorter. Mm-hmm. So that means you're more and, more and more and more and more and more distracted. And so you're more and more and more distracted. And I can say this from personal experience and and it's not just personal, uh, and it'll be speaking from personal experience, but the, the, the neuropsychology of it is there and is getting developed to suggest that this won't just be my experience of it as well. So what's happening is I've noticed that if I'm spending too much time on social media, um, and I'm scrolling, and it could be it could be up to twenty minutes, and then after that twenty minutes, I can feel the distraction, I can feel the frazzledness, I can feel the fragmentation in my quality of thought, and actually my quality of thought just isn't really there because my ability to reorganize myself so that I can do the things that I need to pay attention to, take me longer to reorganize myself into that, um, into that mode of thinking. And and that's a lot of time that gets wasted and a lot of time that gets burnt away, basically. You, know, right. you just don't get that back. And because yeah. of that constant distraction, I'm not really focusing on the actions that I need to take, which are going to help move me forward, which I'm also going to feel like basically when I get to the end of the day, I can say, you know what, I've had a good day because I've achieved this, this and this. And right. uh, that leaves me feeling content and it leaves me feeling pumped to take on the next day. But because of that distraction and because my mind ends up being fragmented all over the place, I can't do that. Now, I've done the so-called dopamine fasting, right? Like at least for an extended period where I like, okay, I'm definitely not going to look at my phone before like 11 a.m. And uh, I'm not going to look at it like two hours before bedtime. And in between, there's going to be a very set amount of time that I look at it. And... And one of the things I took away from that also was to just literally lock my phone away. Not even lock it away, just put it in the drawer so I can't see it outside, out of mind. Every time I've done that, the clarity that I gain is crazy. It literally feels like there's something that's lifting out of my brain. It feels like mm. a fog has lifted out of my brain. And I can think and feel more clearly as well. Instead of feeling agitated because I'm distracted, I feel calm. Because, hey, I'm focused, you know, I have the ability to focus better. That's basically it. And what people don't understand also is that you're not just born a- able to focus or pay attention in a certain kind of way. You can train that, you know, you can literally train it by now, just like anything else, like doing reps in the gym, um, doing more reps in the gym as you get stronger and stronger, makes you stronger and stronger. Spending more time paying attention to the thing that you need to work on gets you being able to pay more and more attention as you go along. And the the strain and the confusion that you feel by doing that is actually a good thing because it's telling you that you're achieving something in the same way that it feels difficult in the gym to lift that heavy weight is a good thing because you're creating uh, hormesis and you're gonna, which is essentially a stress on the body which is gonna create adaptation. And it's the same thing here as well. So uh, the reason, Uh, why I bring it up is because I was talking about distraction and when you're distracted you can't focus on the thing that you need to do which is going to help you achieve the thing you want to achieve even if it's a physical endeavor it's not just about the mental aspect because as we've talked about earlier and then you know Raminder's podcast last week was a really good example of how holistic the whole approach is and what you do for yourself in one domain affects other uh, other domains. Like if you do something physical, then it can affect your quality of sleep. Or if you do something nutritional, and that is going to make you last better in the gym. But if you're distracted all the time, you can't think of um, how to optimize nutrition because mm-hmm. you're just not there. And, you're, and we know also by using your phone for that extended period of time or using social media like that, is especially in the build-up to going to sleep it disrupts your sleep as well and we know that we know this for a fact now as well Um, so it's important to realize where your distractions are and realign yourself with the actions that you need to take on a day-to-day basis so that you can stay focused and remove those distractions and it's a case of managing those distractions, really, because yeah. at the end of the day, all this stuff is, is hooked up um, or is set up in a way to make us stay distracted. Uh-huh. And we actually have to exercise some sort of uh, willpower, which is a tough thing to do. To keep ourselves away from it but again just like with the stuff that we talk about you know at first it's a lot of serial processing going on because a lot of habits end up being reflexive and looking at your phone is a reflexive thing but you can hijack that by becoming conscious build that awareness and when you become aware like actually was that a useful habit yes or no the answer is no is like okay well i need to i need to do something about that i need to arrest the the trigger for this habit and then try and boot it out and um and this stuff is just designed to hook us onto it so we have to just do our best to manage it and when we do you actually realize that other aspects of your life you feel like you gain time basically mm-hmm. you, you literally feel like you, you kind of you kind of it's not even time traveling it's like you're able to freeze time because you've gained mm-hmm. so much more of it and you're just like holy shit I didn't realize that I could focus this much. I didn't realize I could pay this much attention. I didn't realize that if I had that kind of clarity of thought, which was being dist- uh, being taken away from me by all the distractions that I have, that I could achieve this much. And that's super important, even for a physical endeavor. Let alone just life.
0: Bam! That was that was that was that stream of consciousness, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pow pow. <laughs> good man. It's just good man. Just coming up. When you said distraction, I was like. Yes, this yes. just kicked in in my brain. I don't know how long I went on for, but I that hope it was it was, good. Hope <laughs> it was yet, useful. Man.
0: Yeah, man. It was that was legit. I was that, was that was a privilege to listen to, man. First 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 oh. ears to hear that. That was good. That was really good, man. That Appreciate it. Really yeah. I completely, completely agree, man. Completely agree. Some so many trigger points I can kinda of cycle back. to, I need to start doing what you do, which is write things down when we have a podcast. Mm. Um, it definitely will help. But uh a few random things like yesterday I talked to my brother in law. And uh, he won't mind me saying this. Like, he's definitely somebody who we're having a conversation and uh yeah he's talking to me but he's looking over here and he's like trying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yes yeah i've got this and uh, i've got that and oh what were you saying about this it's like oh, well you yeah. weren't really listening right you weren't actually yeah. properly engrossed in the moment and that again like, white men can't jump thing again you're hearing it but you're not listening <laughs> yeah. you're listening but
1: you're not hearing it <laughs> i
0: love it man i love it That's it, exactly exactly that exactly that man and uh it happened yesterday that's like, so, so 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 like like not karma but but um What's the word? Just, uh, ah, oh, I'm still lost the word now. You've taken all, you taken all my dad words, G. Oh, God damn it, man, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you say it like, uh, st- could you imagine there's a quota for words? It is like, i have taken <laughs> them all. I'm sorry, man, that's it, that's the end. <laughs> you can, can head this one, you can Just this one. Okay. Yeah, Take exactly. It. I'll just feed it back to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, um, karma let's go with karma right so like okay, okay. he's talking about how he's listening and then two minutes later he's like oh well uh, what do you, you say what did you say so like, well uh, okay right well let's let let's rewind this firstly apologize right because you lied when you said it, honestly, right <laughs> apologize. <laughs> apologize apologize
1: apologize <laughs> i'm sorry that reminds me i have to interject that reminds me of the south park episode from back in the day where he's like all apologize right. he's like I'd all pa- right fine and do you remember it, and then no, he has to pull down on. his pads and he has to kiss his ass, like physically, actually kiss his I, ass. I remember, I remember the kiss of the ass, thing. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's <it's> like, apologize. <laughs> Where, yeah, see, see that? Yeah. It's
0: contagious. It's contagious. Your buyer has got a little place down too. Yeah, too, too many, too many allergies.
1: The and then yours, yours just goes to South Park, though, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's just well i watched the pandemic special recently as well uh, and like when you said apologize i was like that rings a bell there's something <laughs> there in my head yeah oh, and it is yeah it's exactly that i was like oh yeah that was the the episode where he has to apologize that's, that's funny
0: give me ideas yeah. now next next time he doesn't listen
1: exactly things watch out. things are taking a twist in the malik household <laughs> and it's his that's own that. damn fault it's his because yeah, he didn't I'm
0: pay attention. You. I told you, I told you, pro, pro wrestling kind of did that thing as well. Vince McMahon used to do a thing with just the Kiss My Ass Club. Don't you remember yeah. that. That was legit. That was a legit thing. Like, shoot it on SmackDown to watch Vince McMahon get his bare ass kissed on television. Like, what, oh, what were Dad. we watching? Yeah, legit, legit. <laughs> man, one, one the guys
1: who had to do that, their careers, Slipping
0: man. I remember, I remember William Regal doing it. William, remember William Regal? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Sad times, man, sad times. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's uh he's, he's, he's in the conversation and but he's never really fully in the conversation and I almost wanna I almost wanna uh, and the, the argument that was getting raised for him was that he's, he's like his mind is crazy sharp crazy sharp and he's crazy clever and he's crazy clever like to to his credit he he has a, a standing in his field which only three other people in the world have which is nuts Whoa. to think like he's uh, he's a subject matter expert. In, uh, hmm. in his actual field, it's a smee. Uh, is is a title, and I think he's he's a he's a double level smee. So he's 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 like he he has the keys to the. Matrix. It sounds fully um, like Lord of the know, Rings style. Man. Yeah, man. I like, you know, don't watch
1: Lord of the Rings, but if I did, I'm pretty sure there's something
0: like that would be in there. <laughs> just has, like, has a has a cloak and he walks around with like a yeah. special lightsaber. That's what that guy is. Yeah. Um, but he can do some damage. Give give him a keyboard, like he he knows his he knows his way around that, right? Respect. Um, but it's it's still a case in point that. If I give you a barbell in your hands and I ask you a mental math question, neither of those things are going to get done well like you're I, don't, I, don't, I I don't care who you are it's just not happening properly right so it's a case of like talk about limiting distractions, but firstly being aware of those distractions enough to limit them and um brought up the point about the uh, the wolf story with the grandson and the granddad talking about the wolves and mm. uh, saying about the, the the two wolves that exist in every every person and how you have like you have uh, anger. And you have aggression, and you have lack of self-control, and you have um, anxiety, and you have all oppression, and all these kind of uh, low, low low-frequency things that exist within us. But then you also have like goodness and happiness, and you have hope, and you have all all these like uh, lack of ego, and all these things that exist within us. Two two dualities. And Mm -hmm. uh, the grandson asked the granddad, like, which one wins? So it's it's, it's the one that you feed, right? I brought up that 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 uh, that story, and I I love that so much, and it clicked with him. And I was like. You only you only stop feeding the wrong wolf when you become aware that you are feeding the wrong wolf. So it's literally it's a case of me telling you, and it doesn't matter that you you're a grown person. It's like we're all we're all in this together, right? So I've, if I'm going to bring to your attention that you didn't actually listen to me just now, that's cool. That that's a, that 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 that's not a knock. That's just me trying to help you not feed the wrong wolf, not re, not wire that same pattern in your brain where you think it's okay because you are a smart guy to to keep. Uh, relying on those smarts when there's more under the surface that you've never actually scratched because a hundred percent of you has never been devoted toward one thing at one given time like that's mm-hmm. that's that's so powerful and i think raising his awareness toward it yesterday was almost like a oh bit of an epiphany moment um yes. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where he where he goes with that now because there's a few things that we kind of like outline for each other it's like oh, you do this and i'll do this okay cool right so let's let's get on it but um, yeah, it's 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 always awareness, man. One hundred percent. I love kind of going back to that same model that we talked about on this podcast before, That awareness, alignment, and action. Like just simply, mm. simply put, like find where you are on that spectrum, uh, find where you're not, and just go and fill in the blank.
1: Yeah, man, I love that. Ever since you brought it up, as well, that just resonated with me so hard, and it just helped succinctly put it into clients as well. Which is, you got to become aware, then you got to be in alignment. And then you go to pre-action. It mm. was big, man. And what was what, what were your takeaways? So like his thing was, like, I need to pay a little bit more attention. Mine and, was uh, definitely. Said, yeah. So yeah, my mine was definitely
0: how I relay a message to somebody can't be the same to every single person. And what okay, I mean by that was, I'm I'm almost looking at this as a black and white thing, and I'm almost coming at this is is we kind of went into psychology of, of ourselves as well yesterday,
1: mm. in the
0: sense that. When I had to overcome a lot of the things I have to overcome with myself, it's a case of just stop thinking too much and just do this and keep doing this and you'll be fine. Like almost ignore what's kind of gone before. Don't get distracted by the past like you're talking about. Don't kind of live in the past too much. Realize that here right now, this job needs getting done. So just focus on it do it with your best of your ability, be as present as you can be and move forward. And you'll find that as, as a result of doing this and doing the next thing and doing the next thing, all of a sudden, we're in a brand new place and we're much happier being there. <clears throat> that is the way that I approach my own tasks right now. Like after this podcast, and I've got two coffee phone calls to make, and I've got clients stuff to plan, plan for the week, and I've got food to prep for tomorrow. It's a case of just ticking boxes and moving along. But what he brought to my attention with, with him was that, not everyone will work that way. not everyone will have that approach because mm. he, he feels like it was almost too much too soon where he's at a place where he almost wants to talk about how he was uh, how, how, he, how he has gotten to where he is right now. Um, and he almost wants to just express that and talk his way through it and talk himself mm-hmm. through it and that helps him get to a new place rather mm. than being told to kind of ignore where you where you've kind of come from and set a new course right now because we, we have a heading and we'd like to get there before before the sun goes down. You know what I mean? Like, kind of mm-hmm. that's, that's that's the way I kind of operate. Whereas with him, it's, it's he prefers to be kind of brought into the process more, talked to about it slowly and then kind of slowly set course, which which I, I don't know what that speaks to about us two as different individuals, but it was a case that he was trying to help me with, okay, you, you have all the right intentions. However, sometimes accessing people is uh, is is just a different uh, format for the different person so so be aware of that when, in terms of him he didn't work to to kind of just say to him right just shut the lights down turn the factory off we're gonna turn it back on again control all delete we're gonna do that and we're just going to try and reboot the system right he, he almost wanted to be like a bit more of a uh, a maybe a slower process maybe a process where we don't just make it so... Cut and dry. Um, mm. That's kind of probably the, the robot in me that just thinks, okay, right. Well, if it's happened, it's done. It's in the past. We're right here, right now. Let's kind of let's just think about the forward, and that's it. Mm. So yeah, maybe maybe a different tact in approach could get me further with certain people.
1: All right. Okay. Interesting, man. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's a nice conversation to have.
0: It's, it's definitely like, kind um, of just come full circle for sure.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's yeah, that's really interesting as well because yeah, it just makes me think about the the merits versus the the costs of doing that kind of thing, the merit yeah I think I mean, just on the face of it, obviously I don't mm. know no, no, no. who he is, his journey or anything like that I certainly i think it's um obviously there's value in doing that because you understand a lot more about yourself as well, um but having yeah but being somebody who's like that as well is like I like to understand where things originate from the thing about life is it's so complicated and you've had literally thousands of days alive, and within those thousands of days you had moments which define you, it's very difficult to figure out why you are the way you are. And um, you can hypothesize about it. And I think you can get pretty close to an answer. But if you're using that as something to be like, I need to know this so I can move on, is like you're never going to move on because mm-hmm. you're never really going to figure it out. What you need to do is get as close enough, you know, get get approximately there and then just be like, all right, I need to, I need now put into place the things I need to put into place to to be how I want to be, to yeah. become the way I want to become because it's so easy to get bogged down. So it gets to a point where I think it's, it's super useful to do because it helps you literally, it's like not even compartmentalizing, it's not like you're separating out these parts of your life but you're understanding yourself, you know, you, you're starting to know yourself a lot better. And that's clearly as crucial and as a vital thing to do. Um, so it helps you it helps you understand a bunch of stuff. But there's there's a point where it stops being effective, I think. And you have to take your approach, which is, okay, I've done this now. If I keep doing this, I'm not actually moving any further or any closer to where I think I want to be. Right. Because I'm just doing this, trying to understand myself through looking at my past. But it's like... There's a point where it's enough. You'd like 80, 20 principle kind of thing. Yeah. And then and then you've got to be like, all right, well, what are the things that are going to help me be where I am? And uh-huh. uh, just start making those making those choices. And there's something, there's a really nice way of putting it, which uh, I heard from someone, uh, which was, uh, I'm going to try and not butcher it, but if I do, I'll just take it as a paraphrasing. Is like sometimes we want to heal before we move forward, but right. by moving forward is how we heal. Mm. big yeah big. it is it's so huge true, man. yeah man and then that's some. that was something that hit home to me because i was just real at that point i realized oh i'm spending way too much trying to figure out some shit that is in the grand scheme of thing is actually not going to help me move forward because it's i know the thing i need to do to just move forward mm-hmm. and and so yeah Uh, that helps and then yeah and then you realize like um that thing whatever it is um you are less defined by your past because of the fact that um you're you're moving forward so it's this very kind of like dynamic thing where you as a human being it's you don't have to be attached to everything or anything that's happened to you you just you just are you just is and uh, that's it and you just uh, you just act in the way that you believe is right and truthful for you, and then that's always going to evolve as you go along, anyway. So you just um, that's just what you got to do, I think. Mm-hmm. I was
0: excited to kind of raise this with you in some way. We never know how we're going to get there, but it just kind of organically yeah. happens at our podcast. So, nice. and that that's a very very good um, approximation of how I feel. This yeah. would help him. So yeah, I'll, mm. I'll definitely, definitely send this his way because it's really interesting. Because he he's got he's got his own version of life, which is completely mm. unique to him. Um, mm. And yeah, that's that's you can almost like like you said, just just take it as read. The stuff that's happened before, it's happened, right? But if mm. if you, if it, if it's so much, like it comes comes down to like, do you actually do we actually have the time to stop and excavate it to that point? That kid's going crazy. Here?
1: Oh, you can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you at what point. I was like, I hope you can't hear it. <laughs> just, just go and just drop kick that kid. But like, hey, hey yeah. pipe, down. <laughs> yeah, pipe down. Pipe down. or I'm going gonna, gonna to be a rain of drop kicks on you, boy. I think it's a girl, actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. the, the neighbors—they got the. I'm on the first floor, right? It's the the neighbors—they had the garden, so their little kid just roams around oh, every nice. now and then, and just makes. And in amount of noise, you let kids off with certain amounts of noise, but sometimes it's just like, what are you doing? Why are you screaming all the time?
0: <laughs> How did you, on his balcony with his tennis racket, just in the water? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shut up, man. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my tennis racket right behind me in there. there you <laughs> <go. I know. laughs> and I've only got one ball left because I've been smashing, no, I'm kidding, I haven't been I haven't <laughs> smashing the <no> kids, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh man hey, yeah. Segway. Segway is yeah. like a Boba Chief Drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't beat <laughs> your kids, people. <laughs> Brought to you by the neighbor kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. I totally agree. It's it's almost like he can he can spend time now looking back, but what's that opportunity gonna cost? What what does that opportunity cost him in the here and here and now? Like, does the life mm-hmm. actually afford you that time? No, because it's constantly moving forward, right? That's mm-hmm. that's I almost said to him yesterday, I was like if I was in your situation, I would literally take a bank loan out and I would just sit on it for a few, for a few months. And I would just say, this is going to pay my way and I'm going to do no work and I'm going to figure myself out. Like that's, mm. that's how that's the levels. If you want to take it to that level, like my dad, almost right. did that. My, my dad legit moved to the other part of the world because he wanted to just be almost in isolation. He wants to just chill on his own. And I, and I respect that. He's at, at nearly 60 years old, wanted to just go and like retire, but do it in a way that he's just kind of in his own thoughts and in his own presence mm. All of the time, and it, and it, and it's it's a weird, it's a weird place to be because you can see the the parts of him that require someone to bounce off ideas. This is why this is such a valuable thing for me because I'm not just here with the ideas circulating in my own mind. They're out and they're they're getting they're getting renewed and washed, kind of handed back to me with your own uh, experience behind them. And I love that. I love that about conversing in this sense. Hmm. Um, but where the way the way he was almost coming out yesterday was almost like, I have to figure this out first and then I can move forward. But the way you just so, so succinctly put it was just like, no, you move forward and you can almost look back on your life and be like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that that was the way I was. Me going back to it is not really any kind of – it's not going to give me any any ability to move forward because I know what was. It's like what got me to being super overweight. I know exactly what it was. It was a calorie surplus and it was not moving enough and it was kind of focusing on the wrong things and kind of being being <coughs> – overawed by situations where I could have helped deal with my stress levels a bit better. But, uh...
1: <laughs> Shut up, baby.
0: <laughs> but uh, it's not good. It's not. It's not me going back to a, to a certain extent. It's not going to move me forward anymore. But moving me forward mm. will always inherently move me forward. Because I won't be here mm. right now. You know, what I mean that's that's a that's a lovely way of putting it, man. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, man. I think kids got a lot to say about that as well. <laughs>
0: just bring him down man let's do a three-way again let's go exactly <laughs> so just, uh, open the window i'll be like hey guys
1: uh, do you want to get him on the podcast because it clearly sounds like she's got a lot to say
0: <laughs> any there was a high on a sunday
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh, i was like uh, yeah i felt like uh, yeah i felt like raminda last week didn't realize how loud the traffic was for it we were yeah. like what the hell is going on are you at like an airport or something are you on the runway <laughs> He's like and then where the hell are you? And she was like, Oh, I'm sorry, it's like the headphones and I realised now as well. The headphones, I could hear the kid, but I was mm. just thinking I was just hoping it's not loud enough for this, but I guess it is. But hey, pick man, up a lot just, of noise that, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our natural man. It's just I hope I hope your listeners appreciate
0: that. <laughs> we'll roll with it, we'll roll with it. I'm over here in my back back room, which literally has no people around it at all. So the chances of me getting me can have any background noise is pretty minimal. Yeah. But yeah, but you're in the hustle and bustle at London, so
1: yeah, man, exactly. It's exactly. Just... That's it man But uh, yeah. yeah one it's day it... man Studio gonna, Yeah for sure, studio.
0: Dude, The first Evolve Achieve Thrive episode We have in person Man mm. I'm, I'm going to just I'm going to just sit right <laughs> next to you And just smile the whole time <laughs> yeah,
1: Touch your good. face <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's actually here <laughs> right. so this, he's, a, he's a real being he's not an apparition he's not somebody <laughs> who would just like create out the figment of my imagination just so I could have conversations uh, gonna be, I swear but I'm going to see you and I'm just going to run across wherever we are just,
0: just freaking hug <laughs> yeah. you man like, oh man, yeah. I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It'll be like one of those videos that was going around, like, of toddlers because of COVID and like, <laughs> like lockdowns and stuff. They right? <laughs> hadn't seen each oh, other for man. ages, right? And like, these little toddler friends are like, oh my God, where have you been? And then they just run over to each other, and just give each other like the sweetest hug. Oh, and, man. uh yeah, it'll be, it'll be like
0: that. <laughs> I have to televise that shit. I can televise There's some dramatic music in the background. Would we'll you record it for one of, one of the clips yeah. on our Instagram? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, right. We'll make a whole this... premiere out of the whole thing
0: too right about this is maybe maybe segue into something else I asked yesterday when we were having dinner. Hmm. Um I want to know your thoughts on this like therapy mm-hmm. like taking taking uh psychiatrist uh taking sessions with a psychiatrist is that something that you would do or you would advise or what are, what are your
1: thoughts thoughts around that G? Yeah man I think um I think there's value yeah for <coughs> sure there's value in it. Is There's uh <clears throat> the, Psychiatrists are different to a psychotherapist. I believe a psychiatrist is the one who prescribes the drugs. Psychotherapist yes. is the one they're actually gonna go see and talk to, I think. So So
0: the distinction, mm-hmm. sorry, is just to clarify, that make it more kind of poignant. It was just somebody sit mm-hmm. down, talk about your problems. Okay? Yeah. No no kind of intervention with, with Prozac or this or that or whatever. No, yeah, That's sure. Talk to some talk to a professional about mm-hmm.
1: me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. There's a lot of value in that. I think um I think. Well, I know therapists as well. I know the value that they provide, and there's, yeah. I mean, yeah. What can I say? There's, yeah. There's tons. There's tons of value to it. It's just like what we were talking about earlier, which was, you know, you trying to figure out who you are as an individual, mm. and doing it up to up to a certain point, and um, obviously, yeah. There's there's varying situations that you would apply it for as well. So it depends on. I mean, if you're somebody who's suffering from trauma, yeah, of course. You're going to need some some level of support, right? Because um, how else how else do you get through that? Mm. And then there's, you know, everyday people as well. For a lot of everyday people, um, I mean, I think there's value in it for everyone, really. Mm-hmm. It just uh, depends on where you are on that spectrum of how much you need it. And um, But the reason I think there's a lot of value in it is also, especially if you... I mean given city life it's quite easy to feel cut off and mm. we are social creatures like there's as much as people would like to think that they can do stuff on their own um i'm guilty of that as well of like just for you know whatever reasons for whatever reasons in my past or how i felt about like all certain attachments that i've made in my past i've felt a lot about i've just felt like you hey, know i can do this on my own i don't need anybody else to do this and then like you know, moving away from that model of thinking because you just realize that you will hold yourself back mm. because you're not harnessing the power of groups, and uh, in any kind of in any kind of capacity, whether it's professional capacity, whether it's uh, um, uh, whether it's personal capacity, you have to have people around you to allow you to excel more. And so, um, if you're feeling particularly cut off, um, you're you've got somebody who you can talk to who's there there is no judgment you don't know who they are you don't know anything about them and this is just entirely about you and that's super valuable uh, uh, to be able to do that and also i think there's many people i mean we covered this with jude actually back in episode 11 people Uh go check it out it's a great episode we had an epic chat with uh, juju kablam um that's not her, really her name, but we should <laughs> we should try and get a change her birth certificate. So did you hyper <laughs> complain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, there's there's an epic reason why that is her name, but um, she's uh, with her life experiences as well, like having a lot of people throw advice at her, which wasn't actually helpful at all. Mm. And uh, we discussed how um, that's not helpful in a lot of cases and we just kind of touched on it earlier as well where I wasn't telling my client what to do I was helping them figure out what they need to do for themselves and um and so if you know I think for therapy where it holds value is being able to have that conversation where you're not just going to get shitty advice thrown at you which isn't actionable Uh, you're actually just going to have somebody who's helping you figure out your own stuff Mm -hmm. and um, and doing it without judgment because I think it's quite easy for people to fall into the trap of being judgmental right. and feeling like, uh, you know, the standard thing of like, you know, if I was you, I would do this. If, you know, you should try this or you should try that. It's like a lot of shoulds, a lot of if I was used and, you know, here's, 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 an, here's, here's something for you to action on. But really it's a lot more to do with helping somebody figure out the solution based on the context that they're in. Mm. And um, at least that's what I try and do with friends as well. Um And with people that I know, if anybody ever comes to me is like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm also not going <laughs> to, if you're looking for somebody to show you a shit ton of sympathy, I was like, I'll show you a little bit, but mm-hmm. if there's a solution, if there's a situation you need to get out of, but all you're looking for is uh, somebody to just mollycoddle you in a situation. I'm, I'm not really your guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be like, I provide some sympathy, but l- let's let's move on and yeah. um, um, and just a little segue. It's <laughs> just a classic case of a friend who was like, "You know, I broke up with my boyfriend of like seven years," and I was like, "Great." <laughs> She's like, "What? You're supposed to be sorry for me?" I'm like, "Why would I be sorry for you? This is amazing. Yeah. You know, you get to live your life the way you want to. He gets to live his life the way he wants to. You know, you don't hold each other back." Is like, um, sure, it's difficult, but you know. I'll appreciate that it's difficult, but you've just done something which is you know it's going to be better for your life. It's like okay, I know in that moment you need a little bit of a bit of love and compassion, a bit of TLC, but at the same time, as I look at the big picture, which is you're going to be so much better off for for it. Uh-huh. So, Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for like from like uh, from that perspective, I think people could do with it because um, there's there's just unfortunately there's a lot of judgment that gets thrown around mm. and really. What people don't what people don't need that, and they don't need unsolicited advice. They just need somebody to help them figure out their own shit, and sometimes you just need somebody just to listen. Because what you're talking about, the value of this, the value of us two having this conversation, is that it allows us to um, formulate thoughts, um, organize our thoughts, and really understand ourselves a lot better as well. And hopefully, other people uh, are getting the benefit of that too. And also. Seeing that if you do the same sort of thing in your own kind of way, you're going to you're going to experience that benefit as well. Mm-hmm. And this is like therapy you know, for yep. me. So uh, if like, uh, you know, if, if you uh, I'll ask you about that in your own uh, uh, for your opinion as well. But I feel like um, being able to do this is is like therapy. And the reason is, is because you are articulating yourself, you know, you're expressing yourself. Expression is what? The opposite of depression. Is the opposite of depression, as uh, the hype man shouted out yeah. in yeah, uh, in that book. So, expression is the opposite of depression. So if you if you have the capacity to express yourself in a non-judgmental way, and therapy is your way of doing that, then yeah, go for it, do it, go do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lot of shit there that uh, you know you can't pass through um, on your own. You have to be able to do it with other with someone else who kind of knows what they're talking about a little bit as well.
0: Totally, agree, man. totally agree. Yeah. The, the stance I took was, was largely similar. And uh, I kind of mm. just hang my hat hung my hat, or hang my hung my hat hung my hat, I had this yesterday as well I was trying to say what was I trying to say yesterday oh, I was trying to say a word and it, I've never been like you know you, you, you can't get the word out for, for the for the undulations in the word um, yeah uh, it was. It was. Oh, I'm trying to remember. It was. Uh, can't get out again. <laughs> no, 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 I can't remember it. But yesterday, I, I could remember. It. I could say it. I, I knew what the word was, but I just couldn't fucking say it. It was. Um, ah, <laughs> oh, it'll come to me. Anyway, it'll come to me. Um, oh, but the the point I was making with the therapist was it, it, this is a professional. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's the same way that we take our professional endeavor to as far as we can take it. We want to provide the best i want to believe that there is somebody out there who's done the same thing in this forum like we're Mm -hmm. we're we're so new to this forum but i feel like we get so much value from it however if we'd done this for 20 years you best Mm -hmm. believe that we'd be good conversationalists you know i mean like people that (laughs) have they just come to the dinner table with their forks and knives ready right because they're about (laughs) to just pull this meal apart the right way digest every little morsel of 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 information you're giving them and then be able to keep it right here. Like, at half the time, sometimes we speak and like, the conversation goes, we have to write shit down. You know what I mean? We're literally yeah. helping ourselves. <clears throat> the, training, yeah. the training wheels are well and truly on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're here just trying to figure this shit out. But still, we provide ourselves with so much, so much uh, help. Um, I feel like that from a from a perspective of somebody who's seasoned, you know. What I mean, like seasoned to the point mm-hmm. where, I mean, I, I, the example I gave yesterday was like, I want to believe that Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting is out there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like somebody yeah. who actually who's gone deep and has that. Let's go. It's not your. Let's fault. hear it. <laughs> it's, it's not your fault.
1: It's not your fault. Bro. No, it's, it's not your fault. <laughs>
0: Just go into it. Just go. Into, oh it. don't fuck
1: with me too, Sean. Don't fuck with me. Not you too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah I, I want to believe that that person is there to give me a, a frame of reference because all we do here right now is like we'll talk about this you will talk about your experience I'll talk about my experience you'll talk about your experience and it's the same with, with life like someone's going to have trauma but this guy, this guy went to war held his best friend in his hands while he died yeah. lost the love of his life like this is a mm. deep shit. you know what I mean? it's qualified <laughs> yeah. human being to be like you know you think that's bad this is bad like this is really horrible shit. you know what i mean so mm. it's, it's it's not about one-upping each other but it's just about kind of yeah. being in someone's presence who can actually be like yeah i think i know what that's like this is this is mm. my experience again like you said no judgment but just putting it out there in the sense that yeah it's, it's okay like i got through it i'm getting through it now mm. you can get through it too and uh, I think that that from, uh, from like, again, the professional uh, standpoint, uh, I'd see it so valuable. And I've, I've actually gone to a place where I'm not saying this, like I messaged a client of mine who's uh, who's a therapist. And I said to her, I was like, is anybody that in, in this area that you'd recommend? Because I'd love to just go and just experience what it's like for somebody to mm. talk to me in that sense and be like, okay, what would you want to talk about? Like, there's nothing, there's, I don't think there's anything deep rooted in me that I need to kind of unpack or whatever, but just to be in somebody's presence who is literally a master at going through the human psyche that Mm. would be an experience on its own you know what I mean so like that's something I want to go into and I want to see what I can glean from it not just Mm. for myself but then again it always comes back to the service that we provide our clients um, Mm -hmm. to be able to enter a conversation and be like, well, did you think about it from this perspective? Or I, I wonder I wonder if this would help you or whatever. That's that's everything, man. And uh, that that's, makes me super excited to think, okay, I can learn more about periodization, but I can also learn more about myself and my experiences and how to unpack my own thoughts and experiences through going to see somebody that, yeah, there's an inherent level of trust I've what I have with this individual to know that they ain't going to mm-hmm. go and spread my bullshit all over town. But then mm-hmm. TJ says all the time, you've got to risk it for a biscuit. Right. You got to, you got to, (laughs) you got to kind of, you got to jump in sometimes and and, and not just dip your toe in the pool, but actually just jump into that frozen lake because Mm. the benefits could be, could be huge for you.
1: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, entirely. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Sorry, spot, just, cause that you gave bus. me you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like wait, wait a second. Wait, like I, I stu- basically the vision. <laughs> I stood in the middle of a road where it forks in a couple of directions. I didn't know which way I wanted to go. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that's basically why I was like, do I do I talk about the thing that you just said or do I talk about the thing you said like thirty seconds ago? That was a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You said a couple of things. There. I was like, oh, that's sick, and um, uh, yeah, like. Uh, be a more effective human being, right? Mm. As uh, we, we talk about, it, I think that's one of the phrases now is like be more effective, be a more effective human being yeah. is uh, has been organically, uh, organically come about uh, is the phrase, Th- this mm-hmm. phrase has organically come about through this podcast to be a more effective human being and that's what it allows you to be. It allows you to be a more effective human being but yeah, like you said, man, um, it allows you to uh, deal with your clients better as well. Um, you know, just on that fundamental level of they're a human being. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a psyche here that I need to navigate through. And if I have some, uh, some kind of understanding of what that might look like, then you know at least I'm, I'll, be, I'll be that much better at getting a result with them and just helping them out. And, mm-hmm. and then because you've done it for yourself at the same time, just by you doing it for yourself, you've become more effective for yourself and then by extension other people around you as well too right man
0: too right yeah that's that's it's a funny one isn't it like therapy especially uh, i think we speak about our culture in the sense Mm. that like depression and and anxiety all those kind of things they don't really they don't really exist people don't talk about Mm. them people don't want to talk about them um and they're almost seen like ah, what do you mean what do you mean depression what do you mean anxiety that's not really a thing but then when there's when there is like I kind of laughed at, laughed at this own thought in my own head the other day I was thinking about delayed gratification hmm. um and I feel like there's members of my family that have been waiting for that gratification since the stone age you know, I mean, they've kind of delayed it. <laughs> yeah. they've delayed it so long generational
1: could, delay of gratification yeah,
0: legit the, the backlog is flipping <laughs> Deep. It's massive. You know I mean? <laughs> They're all just standing there, being like, "Yep, any time now." Like, grab things, stop, pat myself on the back. Go, oh no, I'll, I'll just delay it. a little bit, a little bit longer, and it never comes around, and it, and it creates this like bitter human being who is just kind of angry at the world and kind of doing, mm-hmm. but not really, like you say, you're always on about the the small wins along the way. Like, and that's such a big thing that I've taken away from this. Is is I never did that before. I was never happy. I'm still, I'm still not good at that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I take much more time now to pat myself on the back for every little small thing that, that we've mm. kind of accomplished and you've definitely helped me with that 100% so firstly thank you for that man it's, it's big no, I appreciate it um,
1: I didn't but, even know that as well as so that's amazing yeah
0: no nah, genuinely man genuinely it's I mean I I know that I know my 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 drivers as to my whys and whatever and I'm not <laughs> going to be satisfied or happy or even done until a lot of them are ticked off but along the mm. way you enjoy the process making sure you're present and make sure you're there one of the things that i think our my cult my family definitely struggles with is this this it's it's a double double edged sword because the standards are so high that you best be the shit because we don't want to know unless you are right you know what that's like right <laughs> yeah like, well, 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 you might know what that's like right it, it just it just seems like there's there's a Unless you're the doctors, 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 right. right? No one wants yeah. to know you, right? It's like that, that's, that's the, uh, this, the standard. And that's a good thing because it drives you to mm. be better and drives you to push on and push on and keep pushing on and, and be all that you can be. But at the same time, unless you stop and applaud your efforts, you're, you're, mm. you're going to get just drowned out by the amount of work that you have to do. And I feel yes. like this is, this is the, the, the elders' generation. They never got that time to stop and think and unpack their own emotions and actually live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gets them to a place in their lives where they just, it's, it's almost like the whole life has been a thankless task, even though they've achieved so, so much. Um, and it's, that's it's, that's not good. That's definitely not good because, because mm-hmm. it, it ends up being that all the efforts you made almost amount to nil, which is bullshit. It's just the fact yes. that you've not stopped to acknowledge those efforts. Um, but yeah, a bit of a segue there but i, I think that's that's, no, that's something that, that we can uh we can kind of take away from the whole mental health kind of aspect and, and just unpacking that like, like in the forum we talked about this this podcast being a uh a means of us therapying each other um <clears throat> that's that's the way that's a way which i've I'm definitely taken away from it for sure
1: yeah fully man it's like yeah it's therapeutic in the sense of, like i said it sets me up for the week as well you know mm-hmm. i just like just being able to have conversations, and I'm going to say it again. I keep saying all these, pod- like every every other podcast or something. I've said it. it's like just have conversations, people. You know, Is uh, you just the stuff you get, like the kind of conversation that you had with your bro yes uh, brother in law yesterday, mm. uh, the kind of conversations I was having with my brother, and even like you know my mom and dad as well in uh, the time I was home. It's just, um, yeah, it's just amazing, man. It's just uh, soul edifying. It's like, it's, it's, there's a phrase, that I just can't quite find it. You know, it's not gratifying isn't the right word oh. because that's just like, you know, that's egoistic in a way. It's just, there's something bigger than that. Is It's, it's um, and it's not even humbling as well because again, that just means like, you know, become lesser. Is there's, there's more, it, there's something about it where it's just this kind of, in a soulful way, you just feel, something feels fulfilled you know just by doing that just in his micro way by mm-hmm. by having that kind of conversation and um yeah that's that's really interesting man so because what that makes me uh, wonder about is like before that like your levels of content versus oh. now and practicing that was um what was that like was it ever a place where you're like i'm actually kind of happy with what i'm doing or it just never really registered it's always on to no. the next thing
0: yeah onto the next thing constantly after the next thing not mm-hmm. not happy um like yeah there's 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 not really a time that i can remember and even now like i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. like it, i i don't think i've achieved much up until right now i feel like i've achieved mm. a bit i feel like i'm happy with kind of where i am there's always more there's always like a, a level where um i wish I, I could kind of polish that up i, I can mm-hmm. go and do that and i can go and do this and i can kind of make sure i'm more competent in these areas so that if if ever i'm called up on on this or whatever then i can i can come to the to the to the table with more uh more ability or more whatever but i think what i'm realizing right now is that i can do that and i can and i will always be somebody who wants to upskill and do better but at the end of the day if i'm not happy with my efforts right now and i don't understand how to be happy that's a that's a thing that I'm missing out on like that's a skill that i'm missing out on is is as simple as it sounds learning how to just be content, learning how to be happy mm. with what you have and then that comes back down to gratitude like uh we talked about kind of um being being grateful uh and I, I massively am but I think before it was it was i was so much over to the other side of, of I can do more I can do more I can do more and it's not born out of a place of ego i don't think mm. I think it's born out of a place of I don't feel I spent a lot of my life being effective. So now I need to weigh the scales in the opposite direction. And I need to just put my head down and just carry on working until it comes good. And when it comes good, well then, 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 then we'll talk. But until then, Mm. like, yeah, we need to just, we need to just readdress this imbalance because like cosmically Mm. I feel like I've been put here, but I'm not really living true to that. Like, to the sum of my parts, you know what I mean? Some of my parts to, to to the, to the, to the, to the, to the things that I've been exposed to good and bad, they should sum to a whole greater than that, which I've currently formed. And until Mm. that's kind of there, then I'm not going to be satisfied, but that doesn't mean I can't be on the road and be like, okay, good job. And that can be literally three seconds of like, look in the mirror, yeah, keep going. Your, your face is a bit mucked up, but yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's just a, a signs of effort. Crap on, keep going. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all it needs to be. Because I think any more than that, sometimes you start feeling a bit indulgent. Start feeling like you're just like stroking your own ego, and obviously, we, we we just that's not something that we ever want to do. Um, but yeah, defi- definitely definitely a, a a moving forward process. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's. I feel like as much as we talk about other things today, which definitely, in my experience, help us. Um, become more effective that's something that not that it doesn't help you become more effective i think that if there's a hierarchy of things that definitely help you become more effective like doing the damn thing being being aware being present being conscious i place that slightly down but maybe it's because i'm not i'm not really fully there yet and maybe i just need to keep practicing it practicing it to see the full benefits of me kind of being present being thankful then moving on from there what do you what do you think do
1: yeah like um yeah, there's a couple of things that you said there. Actually, before I jump in, what I think about it is, uh, what's, the, what's the effect it's had uh, for you to be a little bit more uh, grateful, a little bit more present with the micro-achievements? I think that it's kept me more present,
0: hmm. simply put. So like kind of it's, it obviously, like kind of I'm more aware of the here and now, therefore I am more aware of the here and now. I mean, mm. like, oh, I've done the thing, and now I have that power. Yeah. Like we said about last week, um, mm. and I think that's that's a that's a to kind of counter the last thing I said, which which was almost downplaying the effect of it. It's a big thing because if you're here and now, you can almost summate the efforts. So you can almost look at it and be like, okay, right, I've done this to get here, this to get here, this to get here. And it almost gives you a, a blueprint to run the next time. <clears throat> you have you have that down packed that you can just kind of upload and go again. And that all comes mm. from from being aware of the efforts you made and then just kind of looking at it from bird's eye view, like you said last week. Um, and being happy with it, being happy with it, and knowing what you can do better and just moving forward from there. And I think that yeah. the yeah, that, that's 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 probably the biggest thing. and then then a case of almost being proud in the moment, that's mm. that's another thing that come along because that being proud thing. Definitely did wasn't wasn't present before, and I think it's uh, mm. it's 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 a it's a thing to get over because I think the way I described it, a feeling kind of too self-indulgent. That's something that we always try and run away from. We don't want to be seen mm. in that light because uh, we see it attributed to ego, attributed with other things. Um, yeah, you almost you almost draw the line and be like, I'm, I'm aware of myself. I'm, I'm not I'm not somebody who wants to kind of stroke my own ego, but I, I do need uh, to be aware that I have have made a good effort, and whatever the outcome is. Yeah, we've done okay.
1: Mm, Amazing, man. So it's like, uh, so your levels of contentment and happiness have gone up as a result. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, And I I think as a consequence of of me taking um, stock in the moment, it's able, it's been enabled me to then retell the story to other people that are interested, rather than just be like, yeah, I'm just having a good day, everything's fine. Like, rather than just having a short kind of stubbed to everything which which is, was definitely my way and that has had a secondary consequence in terms of me simply just talking to express myself has become better you know because i've just got that rep of talking through my day of now kind of explaining the story long form and getting all of it out getting all the details out which then has another knock-on effect the point where okay a recollection of memory of enjoying the experience better mm. of telling the story better of enjoying the process all of that stuff goes up
1: mm. yeah amazing so, I think what you said a few minutes ago I was I think it's super valuable. I think it's super important it is learning how to be happy. It's mm. like you can do that. this is what you just done.' It's like you know you're learning how to be happier. So it's not just um, it's not just something fleeting that just comes and goes all the time um, or you know you' you're just constantly chasing the happiness. It's like actually you can curate that by having this practice. Yeah. Which is essentially a gratitude practice is man, there's a lot I could say about it. Is is uh is having this gratitude practice gives you that it fills up the tank so that you can actually go and chase the thing that you're chasing as well. So for you is like onto the next thing, onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And there was no like kind of sense of satisfaction and uh I guess in a way like not really feeling like anything was achieved. Whereas now is like you take a moment and you're like, oh, no, I did achieve something. That was great. Mm. And having taken a little bit of pride and taking a little bit of satisfaction from it. And like you said, not indulging in it, but you're like, I accept it and I move on from there. And does I'm curious of your thought on this because I know what it does for me. And what it does for me is basically when I do that, I feel like I have more in the tank to go and chase to mm-hmm. go and do the thing that I want to do and need to do because I've been grateful, because I've appreciated the little wins. I can be like, okay, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. So this yeah. is worth it. And I feel like I have more in the tank to move forward instead of you know what we talked about previously, which is you're not just relying on motivation. You've actually lived in the moment so that you can appreciate it. And then that carries you forward. Uh, do you feel like it does that for you as well? Like give you a bit more in the tank?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way I can... I've literally just formulated this 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 opinion while you've been talking. Is that, mm-hmm. say the task is to to build a wall and you've got to lay a thousand bricks. Like the day mm-hmm. one, laying a hundred bricks, you can only do that in one day. Like say that was the limit mm-hmm. you could do in one day in terms of how much you've got to apply the the, the the cement and whatever. All of that day can only amount to that amount of your full project getting done. So it's mm-hmm. a case. It's literally a case of, do I want to be happy? full stop mm. forget about the large project like today now can i do i want to be happy with that effort if i if i truly have made all of the effort i can make toward this grand task today do i want to be happy towards it it's a choice yes is the mm. answer you know what i mean like do you want to live a happy life if this was your last day and this was the only effort you could make toward the greatest task of your life do you want to be happy with that effort I pick yes mm. like you don't you wouldn't want to choose misery you know what i mean um mm. so in that sense 100% completely Mm. correct like that when i think about it like that it's almost given me a different perspective upon which to view the whole thing rather than seeing it from self as a form of self-indulgence or like stroking my own ego that is uh is almost it's putting the wrong guys on this it's like it's like Mm. taking it in the realm of oh somebody who potentially would have an ego or whatever i'm not that person though just take it as it is like it's with me right here right now i'm happy to be happy you know what i mean that, that, that's the way I can, that's the way I can, uh, I can kind of make it make sense. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: beautiful. Uh, I like that. You ask yourself the question, do I want to be happy? And it's, yeah, it's attainable, man. It's attainable. It's, uh, it's usually it's attainable through endeavor. And, mm. um, because when you've done something like, you know, we talked about earlier is, um, that feeling of doing something difficult and just coming through that, uh, physically, and It could be anything as well, but we talk about it in that physical realm because this is what we're most familiar with. And it's like, Yeah, damn, man, I just did that. I can, I, can, I feel happy about that. You ever seen Coach Carter, Samuel Jackson? Yeah, yeah, you remember when uh, he walks into the he's just taking a piss out of kids. He walks in, yeah. he's like, You see that knot? I tied that, yeah. I tied that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> can I get damn. some? Can I get some yeah. on top? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, You guys are just congratulating yourself for nothing, right? He's like, I just tied a fucking shoelace. And uh, you're just getting jacked up about it. That was his point. Um, okay. uh, but uh, but yeah, no, it just the, the phrase just got me got me thinking about it. But the, uh, it's like, you know, I did that. I did that. Mm. I, can, I can be proud of that. You know, whatever it is, that little thing to move you forward, um, I can be proud of that. I think, um, yeah, that's super important. And that breeds happiness as well, essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, the um, I mean, when you were talking about the... The, the learning how to be happy and content and by putting this practice in place of just appreciating the uh, appreciating the uh, improvements that you've made and the micro achievements on the way to the macro achievement is um is actually now again like you know neuroscientifically backed up as well like this process is how you achieve the most basically so it's how you get somewhere without feeling like um, it was all for nothing. It's mm. like, uh, you know, you have, cause it can, it can be the case where you get to, you get to a place where you, like the goal means so much. So the pursuit of it is, uh, is, is intense. But then when you get there, you're like, Oh wait, is this it? And one of the ways to prevent that feeling from happening is kind of being appreciative of the, of the rewards along the way of the, the micro micro achievements along the way um and um and then like and also i think in the sporting arena the the people who or the sports and the athletes who i know who have been the most successful and the two that i think of are basically always roger federer and rafa nadal from a tenant because yeah, just from tennis and following their careers pretty closely um they are especially federer is like they do in in that in the way that you described it, and you. I feel like you can only be successful if you do it in that way as well. Which is, you've had a victory, you love it up, and then you go, all right, next thing, mm. because you're not a you're you're not just you're not just hinging on that on that one thing. Otherwise, it doesn't uh, it doesn't leave anything in uh, it doesn't leave that fire in the belly to go do it again. You know, it doesn't leave that. Um, capacity to move forward they're the they're the kind of people who i feel like have that perfect balance between taking taking a loss understanding it for what it is and then moving on from that and Mm -hmm. then also taking a victory and appreciating it for what it is and then moving on from that as well and i feel like you know that's also to me is a part of the definition of success as well is being able to do that because then you got other you got other kinds of uh, champions um again in the tennis sphere is like someone like John McEnroe where the geezer was you know world number one and he won like seven slams and he was just never satisfied he was never happy um because it was always about the next thing and next thing and next thing or also not feeling good enough Mm. the whole time and it doesn't matter about your external successes and externally that's everything that you've done is telling everybody else around you that you are victorious, that you are a champion, that you are the best at this internally. He was a mess. Mm. So is that successful? I don't think so. So if you don't have that process in place, it doesn't matter what the external reward is. If internally you're fried, if internally it means nothing. So you have to be able to put those kinds of steps in place to, uh, put those practices in place to appreciate it, so that internally, it means more than it ever could externally.
0: Big, big, 100 percent, man, 100. And then that way, you're almost not playing the game of the world; you're just playing the game of your life. Yes. In in the sense that it, it. it's 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 not it's not like we talk about. I like I like using uh, Israel Adesanya in this example, where hmm. he says um, like he 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 won the belt and i think he, he he kind of partied with it and he had it around his belt for waste for about a week and then he mm. just put it in he just put it in a box just shoved it in a box yeah. and was like yeah just we'll take it out when we have to go to press conferences but it doesn't it doesn't give me anything past what it gave me now and now because yeah. life there is more for me to gleam through my life that i would be missing if i'm just parading this thing around thinking that it's it's the only thing that's gonna give me happiness yeah, I mm. like the example you gave with John McEnroe as well because that's 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 it. that's that's it, right? You can like it's like what Jim Carrey says about money. It's like I wish mm. everybody could be ha- could could have millions to realize that it's not it's not the um, it's not the root of solving all your problems. Um, yes. And in- inherently, what he's saying there is just that like it's just a scorecard, but that scorecard is isn't isn't going to then correlate to you being happy in your life. You being happy in your life mm. is going to correlate to you being happy in your life. And like we talked about today, mm. like cultivating that happiness. Um, through awareness and through, like I, used, like, I used TJ's example. Um, he's He said to me a few times, like, when you have nothing, you can actually be happy with any little thing. And I think sometimes we can get lost in that. We can get lost mm. with, oh, I, I need to go and perform this much or I need to go and match up to this standard being set up by this champion. That means that I can potentially be seen as a champion one day. But mm. really that's just an arbitrary number being set by somebody who you don't even know and and being applauded by people that you don't even know. Um, yeah. And all the way along the way, you can make yourself feel accomplished and feel like a champion just by looking at your own life and being, I'm better than I was. Therefore, I've won. Therefore, I am my champion. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm. that's that's every day. That's all the time. So it's a case of, I'm not stepping into this being like, I'm an underdog. I've never done this before. I had a belt on my waist. It's like, no, I made my own belt. Had it since I was a kid. I PI'd every day. I'm an older. Than, I'm older than I was yesterday. I won. You know, what I mean, like that's 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 me. Yeah. yeah, totally flipping the script, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see, I see that
1: man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely got to be. It's also got to be in the arena of something that's actually difficult to attain as yeah. well, right? Because yeah, yeah. you know, we talk about like uh, it became a big thing. Uh, participation trophies. It's yeah. like you can't you can't be sad you can't be dealing with that there's just it's just not a thing i don't even know why it was even debate in the first place it's like we need to take care of people like kids is uh self-esteem is like that's not the fucking way to do it no there's just not the way to do it you're basically not providing them with a challenge where and also instilling the mindset where they that just by doing the challenge by taking on the challenge you are creating a little bit of um uh creating a little bit of a win it's not just like it, uh, i was just here and i just showed up you know it's like no and it's about doing something meaningful and mm-hmm. doing something worthwhile and uh, and that's what you're getting that's what essentially you're just giving yourself like the, the micro rewards for um mm-hmm. yeah it's just not you're not going to get it any other way no man you reminded me
0: of something that i said yesterday to, to my brother-in-law who was talking mm-hmm. about like uh the mountain is the mountain because you need to climb it to achieve something right to get to the top mm. of the mountain you got to find the way all the way to the top and uh mm. you don't bring the mountain to you you know what i mean you don't <laughs> kind of like what you're doing with these with these participation trophies is just like oh you just showed up on day one yeah so we'll just lower the mountain down but uh, you climbed it you didn't i mean you mm. kind of you've, you've got to go up it and that it's, it's that that changes you uh mm. to be worthy of somebody who kind of got to the top of the mountain you know what i mean but at the same mm. time like what you're saying it's 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 finding that that balance between Making it so basic and so simple, um, but then still finding the other side of it, which is which is doing something um, worthwhile and actually actually having some some essence behind it.
1: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Got to have the essence. You got to have. It's, it's got to speak out to you as well. And I think um, more and more because I'm coming, me personally as well, definitely coming from having a, like a fixed mindset instilled when I was a kid. Plus, um, it was everything was kind of externally driven. There was never really anything internal, and I realized that like um, only really realized that when I started feeling like I don't want to be have a corporate job. I want to become a personal trainer, and it was like yeah, I was just doing a lot of externally driven stuff, and it was just not fulfilling and not satisfying. And the thing is, it's like a quarter of a century of of, uh, having that kind of honed in. And so that's a difficult thing to kind of move away from. And I still catch myself a lot of the times thinking about, you know, what does it mean externally? Um, and, and not in a, not in a conscious way is just a subconscious thing It's just like, okay, uh, let's take, uh, you know, the growth of this podcast for as an example, if I'm constantly worried about, like, you know, Joe Rogan being the benchmark and is like trying to be that guy. Or trying to have that number of listeners, then I've already failed because I'm not doing it for the real reason. I'm doing it for I'm doing it for the likes, you know. I'm doing it for the followers, and that's never a way to do it. What I'm really doing it for is um, like you know evolving, breaking through limits, or like all all our values that kind of come through, and then we feel like there's value in what we say for people who want to tune in. And if we keep true to that, then that's for me is a lot more valuable than just trying to have a million people enjoy it because then I can say, Hey, here's a million people who enjoy what I do. You know, that means I'm great. It's like, no, not necessarily. It's not because if inside is like, if all that you were going for was the external reward, then internally is just too much of a mess. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I constantly work on building that internal intrinsic reward system because I've just realised how super necessary yeah, it is. Bloody. Yeah, bloody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. There was a point earlier. We could have <laughs> dropped it, but you just saved it. <laughs> just kept us waiting. Kept us waiting. Yeah, but yeah. we, we just said that, was It's totally legit. Because it made me think of uh, that movie Rampage that I was shitting on a few weeks ago. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> that must have got billions of views. But yes. The Rock knows it's bullshit. Like he, knows, <laughs> yeah. he knows it's bullshit I'm sorry right but like I don't, I don't mean to pick on exactly. you man but gotta, yeah. gotta keep it real gotta keep it I say it cause I love you man that's it, I say it yeah, cause exactly, I love you man. give me some great <laughs> childhood memories rock bottoming people and raising oh, the eyebrow yeah. I can't let you slip in standards man don't be don't be don't be, <laughs> yeah. don't be uh, <laughs> it's like Transformers 2 like, that crazy guy Transformers 2 is like don't suck from the sack man don't yeah. don't, don't be a slave to the sack <laughs> where it's like this, this, this corporate America Hollywood bullshit it's got you got you fooled man Just keep it real.
1: That's it. None of that, man. None of that. But uh, yeah, it's a good place to leave it, yeah?
0: Definitely, man. Definitely, yeah. Really good chat, man. Really appreciate a lot of the stuff we discussed
1: today. Yeah, 100%, man. I think, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. I hope uh, for for all you listeners, we really appreciate tuning in. Thank you very much. And uh, follow the show on Instagram at Thrive. Um, tag us if you're gonna share any of the content that's on there as well. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, we're keen to hear your thoughts. And um, yeah, we're making moves as well, so we have some good stuff to talk about in the pipeline. And uh, we'll keep it cryptic like that. I mm-hmm. don't, uh, uh, don't want to say too much too soon. But um, yeah, really appreciate you guys listening. And um, tell us what you really take away from these episodes because uh, uh, we want to keep bringing good stuff to you guys. Yeah.
0: Should, should, we, should we tease? It? Should we tease the guest for next week? Should we, should we cool. say poten- potentially? Potentially, we got we got a big player coming on coming on the podcast. The big, the big, big dog. player, the big dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a he's he's making some serious waves in the fitness industry right now. So mm. uh, tune in next week to find out who we have waiting in the wings for your uh, for your listening and viewing pleasure.
1: Lots of lots of experience to draw on from this person, um, and you're going to get some interesting opinions as well. Too right, too right. Thank you for tuning in, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I'll see you soon.